All right, so today we're going to talk about what we've learned this month. We had some interviews. We're going to talk about if we've if we learned anything from those or what we thought about them. If we learned anything about the Lord this month, if we learned anything about cleaning hacks this month, anything. Yeah. Don't really know what we're going to do, but <laughs> we're going to talk about it at some point. <laughs> Are you just wondering about like you and the status of your bicycling? I don't want to talk about it. We haven't. I have a bike now, but like we still haven't gone anywhere. And it's kind of hard because my pelvis doesn't really want to go on a bike ride right now. <laughs> so I don't know. I bought something for you that reminds me of. You your bought something for dream. me? Mm-hmm. Where I'm is it? I'm going to give it to you like, for some holiday, but maybe I should just give it to you. <laughs> yeah, then <laughs> you can get me something are. else for the holiday. <laughs> I kind of want to look forward to it now, so it's okay if you want to wait. Okay, but don't, like, get too excited. Is it a baby onesie? (laughs) No. Okay. Is it a bicycle bag? No. (laughs) Is it a motorcycle? I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, the bicycling hasn't happened. Like, what we need is a thing to, like, take our bikes somewhere. That's another problem. It's not really, like, there's not really very many great places to ride in Lowville. And my husband feels like he's seen enough of Lowville that he doesn't really Tops like it doesn't lot? <laughs> Tops parking lot. Oh yeah, I haven't explored Tops parking lot quite enough. Only every time I get gas or groceries. Okay, but have, <laughs> Which you, is behind. have you ever experienced it on a bike? Is no, the question. That's true. But I have behind because we were like we walked Good point, Wendy. We walked behind there when I was pregnant last time with Ilian Churcharda. You know get things going or something <laughs> and what exactly were you doing behind the walking behind oh, that's okay. all also actually no no I walked behind there with Brielle when she was in labor with Levi I also walked to tops when I was a few days before I was in labor with Ilian but not when I was in labor when I was in labor with Ilian my husband drove over to tops and got me donuts and that's what he's going to do this time too so that's the plan that's just a tradition now. <laughs> After the one baby, now it is for sure. Oh my! Oh my goodness! When this airs, I sh- definitely should have the baby by then. What's what day is this gonna air on? Anyway, <laughs> the 29th. I will definitely have the baby by the 29th. Welcome to It's a Good Day Podcast. We are three friends who love to laugh and believe that through Jesus, even the tough seasons are good. You never know what will happen on our show, but we hope you will join us as we find the good in every day. Are you guys reading anything? August, actually, come to think of it. How is your goal of reading one book? Oh, it's going to be great by the end of the year. (laughs) It's not so great. I don't even know where it is right now. (laughs) The book, actually. Maybe it's in my purse. (laughs) It's not going good, guys. Maybe I need to pick a new book. Because, like, I don't really even want to read that book. Every time I read it, I'm, like, bored. Exactly, yes. 
I know, but every time I read it, every time I read it, it's like, I just, I don't know, it doesn't you What about listening to books? Can you listen? Love listening to books. Oh, yeah. Okay, but your goal is to read. I would like to read an actual book. Oh, yeah, I could listen to a book, no problem. I need to get myself back into the library thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure I have all the information and everything still. I just need to, like, sign back in again and down, you know, find a couple books that I'd like to listen to because I did love when I did that for a season. I started listening to, um, is it 100 Days to Brave Mm -hmm. from Annie Downs? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a book. I didn't finish it yet. I'm listening to it. Yes. Okay. Yep. Is it a devotional? Like 100 Days? Okay. It is a devotional. 100 Things. I've never read this Um, think it is a devotional okay i think cool but it's good but yeah it's really good just to I, listen to for my birthday peggy bought me the next right thing mm-hmm. so i think i'm gonna read that i like just started it and i keep forgetting that i have lately i was like i don't have a book to read right now like i'm like i don't have anything that i'm in the middle of reading or that I'm like excited to read next. And then I remember that I had Erin Ivey's book, Steal Away Home, and I want to start that. You know, sometimes it's hard to start a book. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's one thing once you're in it, then you're like excited to read mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I feel like sometimes though, even with books, even when you, once you start them, it still takes a little bit to... <laughs> 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 I'm saying some of them capture your attention more quickly than others. That's what right. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we are talking about what we learned. So far, we've talked about a little bit about what we want to learn or what we want to do. Mm-hmm. So what have you guys learned? Anything new? Anything new that God is showing you right now? <laughs> I was just about <laughs> to talk about my nail polish and what I've learned about that. <laughs> Okay, Okay. what about your nails, though? Okay, well, I just, okay, usually... But what about your nails? I love, I love having my nails painted. Normal nail polish does not work for me. It, like, always is, like, chipped right away or even messed up before it even gets dry. Uh Just, it's a no-go for me. That reminds me that when I was, like, younger, like, maybe a preteen... I got the idea that I would paint my nails before bed so they could dry overnight. (laughs) 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 I woke up in the morning and they were like all messed up, like all lines through it. You know what I mean? Like from, yeah, it it didn't work. (laughs) Do you guys know the trick about like cold water? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That really worked for me. Yeah, me neither. I stink at painting my nails and keeping them looking nice too. Like, way even worse than you. You do a good job, Wendy. Well, I use... I don't, really. But I use... Well, when did um, you paint those beautiful nails of yours? I use the Insta... Like, is it, like, instant dry? Mm -hmm. That's the only... Yeah, that's the only kind Mm -hmm. that I ever use. Because I cannot... It seems like even if I hold still for them to be dry if I use regular nail polish, it still doesn't completely dry. Like, it still takes a really long time. And I have other things to do than to sit there for a couple hours for my nail polish to dry. So with the instant dry, like you still have to wait a while, but it's long enough where 
it's fine. Yeah. And so. But yeah, when did you paint those? This morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. And my, I can't use the, um, like, what kind do you have on? Well, that's what. Yeah. Right. So I usually have gel, which that doesn't work on you, right? Right. That's what I was going to say. Okay. Yeah. And that always works great and it stays a long time. Like, I get it. I've done my own gel, too, which never is quite as nice, but it's okay. And it's really bad for your nails. But, like, literally, if I was, if I had as much money at my disposal as I wanted, I didn't even care about my nails. I would just continually have them done every two weeks because I just love it so much. And it is really weird to me. Like, what is it about a little color on the end of your fingers that makes you feel so beautiful? It is. It's so pretty. <laughs> it's also for me my cuticles being cleaned up. Like, I love, mine are really bad. And I just like going to the salon and having them done. Anyway, but... This past time, when I got my nails done, it was like kind of, I was celebrating my birthday and just went shopping into the movies and got my nails done, which was really fun. And the lady doing my nails said, you should try the dip, which is like, I never had tried before. And it's a little bit different. And it's like, they put a coat on and then they, they like dip it in this powder. Like it doesn't ever use a light, like how the gel does. I bet it would stand yours. Anyway, so I like it. I think it looks beautiful. It does. It is growing out. It's like a week and a few days. It's been, yeah, it's been like nine days. So it's just starting to grow, but I don't think you can tell yet. It's still, I think looks really good. And they got kind of a pretty, like, purpley fall color. Looks like mums. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, but it's really thick. Like, can you see? Yeah. I don't really like that part of it. Oh, okay. Like, I'm like, it looks a little... Like, they're my nails, but yeah, it almost looks a little fake. Mm -hmm. It's a little too thick. Yeah. And literally, you can't, like, get in between your teeth or, <laughs> like, anything, like, scratching. Like, it doesn't feel, yeah, it's a little funny. Do you right. use your nails to floss? Like, <laughs> 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 I may be learning something. I don't know if I want to learn something okay, like that. Okay, not generally, but... but, like, if you're out and about and you just have a little something in your tooth, Okay. You might not have floss with you. Like, you just need to, like, get it out. Is that weird? Am I weird? No. Not at all. <laughs> You're not weird. I do it, too. But I think that some people think it's really gross and don't would never, like, oh, okay. touch their teeth with their... Oh, okay. Gotcha. I don't know. Well, sorry yeah. to those people. I don't think you offended anyone. So, yes. Anyway, trivial, trivial, what God is teaching us. Yeah. What's he teaching you, Delight? You can remind me if I've already said this, actually. We'll use the buzzer if you, if you did. Where are you going to get said buzzer? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay, God is teaching me... Sorry. About... Not worrying. Ooh. Did I talk about this? I don't know. I don't think so. Go okay. for it. I feel like recently, I, I did mention that recently Jordan, like we got news that Jordan needed to have surgery again. <clears throat> and 
that is just hard all the way around. The recovery is hard, the, the actual surgery, like going home, acclimating back to life. Like, it's even hard thinking for me about like, it's really easy like when he's recovering for, from surgery to me to feel kind of so drained and like out of it that I almost feel lazy, which then like, I don't exercise and I don't eat very well because I just some sort of like whatever to get by and I end up feeling terrible and just different things. So it's overwhelming thinking about that. The blessing with having, being able to know ahead of time, like I'm just thinking, is that you can think about how you're going to be intentional during during that time where like when it's like just a big surprise it's just like ah okay everything just gets thrown out because we're just like surviving right. where like if you can know ahead of time like okay I would still like to try to eat healthy and not just blow it just because we're in the hospital and or we're doing this right, right. Yeah. I can hopefully plan ahead better that is yeah. true um yeah so I just feel like right away that God when we first got that news and it felt very overwhelming like in my own self but also for my husband and just yeah it just felt like a lot but I felt like it was really cool because pretty quickly I'm going to try to look up the verse here that I'm thinking of um it was interesting because I think even that night I had another friend who maybe texted me and was having a hard night or something like that and I somehow came up with this verse and I sent it to her but it was so cool because when I sent it to her it really resonated with me <clears throat> and I realized like and she even said that sounds like a verse you need to delight or whatever and I was like oh my word yeah like it just was kind of crazy so that's really it just cool. says may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope and I just have been kind of clinging to that verse just that the holy spirit comes in power and remembering that he he is power and he has power and that is means to me like for whatever i need <clears throat> i am asking the lord even to heal jordan of his whole all of his issues because i don't want him to have to deal with that for his whole life but i also feel like but even if you don't that God's power, that he's just going to use it. Mm -hmm. All of the struggles that we've had and that are coming for us. And so, <clears throat> and just like having belief and thinking of God filling me with all joy and peace, like, well, I believe. So that's what I feel like he's just been doing. And so I... Yeah, I've just been kind of clinging to that about just that the Holy Spirit in power and that just that he is our hope. And in this situation, it's not necessarily hope, like hoping for something, but just that we have hope. Like we don't have to, we don't have to go on like unbelievers without knowing, but we have a hope that God is with us, that he cares, that he's working, that he's, mm -hmm. he's bringing his purposes like he's going to accomplish them and I can have hope of that. And so for me, it's not even hope that he won't have surgery or hope that he'll recover faster or, you know, hope that 
something else. But it's just hope in God that God is big enough even in this situation. Mm-hmm. So the other one also is just like about worrying and about how God says like, you know, do the birds worry? No, but yet I still feed them. Does the, do the flowers in the fields worry? No, but look how beautiful they are and I made them and all of that. And, and it's in Matthew 6 where he says, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough trouble <clears throat> of his own. And in this journey, the last, it's been about maybe five or six weeks since we first got that news that really wasn't unexpected. We weren't expecting that, leaving the appointment that day. I just hadn't even crossed my mind this time that maybe it would be not good news, but it wasn't great news. But I felt like very quickly God just said to me, like, I'm taking care of the days, so don't worry. Don't let, like... You can't do anything more than what needs to be done today. Mm-hmm. And so I really have been just taking it one day at a time. Because right now, we don't know when his next appointment is. We don't know when the surgery is going to be. There's a lot of unknown. And I think in unknown, it's so easy to... In our humanness, it's so easy to be wanting to figure that out. Like... I started right away going through the scenarios. Like, what if he's having surgery when, for instance, August is having her baby and I want to be there? Well, what if it interferes with Harrison's adoption? What if, what if, what if, what if I, we don't have enough finances to get us through that time when, all those things. And I just felt like quickly God just said, too late? Like, I have all the tomorrows. Just worry about today. Just think about today. And... So I feel like that is what I'm learning, that I'm not usually, I'm not a big worrier anyway, but I think sometimes planning ahead, (laughs) I don't look at that as worry. I look at that as like, oh, I have it together. I know what's going on. But I think that there's a point, and right now what I'm learning is that that isn't necessarily worry like having anxiety, but he's teaching me that sometimes he's asking us to not even worry about the future. Right. And so that's what I'm really have been. He's been helping me to just do is to today. I don't have any new answers. I don't know when things are happening. So I'm just going to think about what is on the agenda today. And that's what's important. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm focusing on. So yeah, it's good. (laughs) That is good. Um, I learned something a little bit profound which I feel like you guys are gonna laugh at me for but whatever this past weekend I was riding in the car and grandma was talking about that she was talking with some ladies maybe about submitting submitting to your husband and that in they were talking about obeying your husband right okay so I've always been like yeah you don't have to obey your husband it doesn't say obey and then she was telling me, and I wasn't even saying that to her. She was just telling me about her, this conversation. And she said that she looked it up in the Greek or whatever, and that, yeah, submit means to obey. And so, and I've had this conversation with my husband many times. And I'm always like, I don't have to obey you. Like, but yes, I mean, I have to respect you and all of that. But like, it's not like you're my dad and I have to obey you. Which I do think that there's like a, 
I do think that if you have a good marriage, like there is a like conversations that happen and it's not just like, oh, I told you to do this and you need to do it. But it was just like a good realization for me because I've always kind of been a little bit um, attitude-y with him about that word. And so then I realized, okay, I guess if the Bible actually says that and that's really what it means, then maybe I should think about this a little more and be a little more um, respectful when he is talking about that word and not just be like, eh, 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 about it. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, I was encouraged by, um, I know Norma said it, but I feel like Charlotte maybe talked a little bit about using our husbands. Maybe it was Hannah. I'm not sure. But I felt like maybe each of them <coughs> talked about our relationship with our husbands and maybe looking to God to fill those things that maybe we sometimes look to our husbands. Mm -hmm. But I know Norma um, said that sometimes God uses our husbands to speak to us. Like, I thought that was really good because sometimes, um, yeah, like that, they can, they can say something and we can kind of put it off because we don't agree with it. But like, right. what if we intentionally listen, not just obey, but really like took to heart things that they're saying, even if it maybe seems tedious or like we maybe have bigger things on our mind than these little things. But what if God is using our husbands to speak something to us? Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so yeah, that's something that I learned. We were just like in the car driving and she was saying that. And then I went home and told my husband. I humbly told my husband. I don't think I said, I don't think I was like, I basically was just like, oh, you're right. I didn't realize you have been right all this time or something like that. <laughs> so I think it was good. I'm just realizing. <laughs> <laughs> Just realizing that you're not dumb after all. Oops. <laughs> um, well, something that I was thinking, <clears throat> not necessarily I've learned, but I'm learning. Um, I've always wanted to really study the word, and that, like, is really hard for me. Like, I tend to just kind of bounce around. But to, like, know the Bible as a whole, mm -hmm. like, who wrote each book, like, all of that, I don't, I have a really hard time with actually studying God's word. But, um, so I'm always trying kind of different things, but I read something somewhere about how we can overcomplicate that, which is definitely what I do. Like we can just overcomplicate it and then it just feels so discouraging that then we just go back to just bouncing around. But, um, she suggested starting in Ephesians and just listen to the first and second Listen, well, I've been listening to it on my way to pick up the school or pick up or um, drop off the kids. But um, also reading it in the morning, I read Ephesians 1 and 2. And then asking, like, so what is, um, what has God given me? And if you read through Ephesians, the first and second of Ephesians, um, he talks about the Holy Spirit and all of the gifts that he's given us. And um, who does God say you are? And there's a lot in there. Like, and when I have those two questions and just reading through the um, first two chapters of Ephesians, there's so much in that. But um, she encouraged me by just saying, like, just keep listening to those two. 
write down things that stand out and put it just in the first two chapters. Like you can just sit on that even for a month or two months until you really get it. And that was like freeing to me because first I feel like I need to like study by the books almost. Like I always seem so much bigger mm -hmm. than what like I either had time for or just really could be interested in it for yeah. that long. But so it's been really good and Ephesians like is actually really good and really yeah. interesting. And I don't know if I've ever looked at Ephesians being like cool. so profound. Yeah. Um, so. Did you say who she is? You said she. Yeah, I said. read it. I read it somewhere, but I think it was Priscilla Shire. Something oh, that okay. she had said. Yeah, I just couldn't. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I think I, I was, I was listening, but I think I missed, I think I got distracted in the fact that you were talking, but like you were talking about something that you had read about so I'm sorry okay. right yeah <laughs> sorry that's you can okay. cut that out if you want no that's okay but so I but so then now I listen to it when I take the kids to school and it's like exactly the the length of time to read to listen to Ephesians 1 and 2 is until I drop off the kids like so it's, they listen with you? it's yeah. So they listen with me, and actually, I turn it off like just as we're getting into town because then we like pray before we drop off. But it's like exactly the perfect time, so I can get up if I have the time in the morning. I get up and do my devotions, and I still will read through because there's like a lot, and I then I can like actually read it in my Bible. But then also I listen to it again, and then even sometimes if I get done with work and I have to sit at the school, like I always go. To, and this has been like the last two weeks, but I'll always go onto the um, Bible app and listen to the first two chapters of Ephesians. Like just really get that in cool. and then kind of move from there. I love it. But even seeing the little things that I wouldn't have seen skimming through, because in my mind I would have thought like, okay, let's start with the book of, Ephes if you, if, the book of Ephesians. And... So then I would have skimmed through that, you know? But like if I just, the two chapters is just like perfect. So mm -hmm. it's That's really working cool. for me right now. And I'm excited to kind of like even move on from there. Like it just gets me excited again to be able yeah. to maybe study a little bit more. So where do you think you're going to move? Like three and four or like a different, totally different I think book? I'll move, th yeah, three and four. Yeah. I think I'll keep going. Cool. But I'll sit on this for a while because that's the interesting thing too is that I'm like even picking up new things, even yeah. though I'm reading it every day. Like right. there's still something that like, <clears throat> hmm, I wonder like what that meant or like what it meant at the time and what it could mean now and what it means in my life. Like yeah. there's just different parts of it that kind of stand out, mm -hmm. even though I'm reading it every day. Yeah. So. And it's almost like your mind just like picks a certain, it's like your mind can't even handle that much in one day. So it's like you're mind picks a certain part of it each day that's different which is really cool yeah yeah it's just the holy spirit like i feel like if we're willing to learn and and especially like if that's the desire of our heart like we can ask for wisdom in that and and yeah he shows you something different every day and right yeah yeah it's awesome i'm excited because i've been doing the bible recap all year mm -hmm. yeah You're going through the bible and today um, started the New Testament. So, I'm excited about that. <laughs> I kind of really want the t-shirt. They have a t-shirt that says, I survived the Old Testament. <laughs> and I think that'd be super fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. you should get it. 
But yeah, I'm excited just because like, yeah, I made it through the Old Testament and there are a lot of stories and a lot of things, but I'm, the recap definitely helped to understand what was going on different times that I would usually just read it and not get much out of. And I still don't, still feel like I didn't get tons out of it, but yet it felt, I mentioned before, it just felt good for me to do that every day. Um, but I'm looking forward to the rest of the year being the New Testament, and I think that I am going to get a lot out of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. It was really fun having, doing the interviews. Mm-hmm. Did you guys enjoy Yeah, I thought it was really fun. Yeah, yeah. and there was, was a lot... Really um, yeah, that was something that I mentioned just before we started recording. But like, we these are the three that we've already interviewed. They're people obviously that we know really well. Mm-hmm. But if we were to sit down for an hour, an hour and a half with them, like we wouldn't have gone so deep into like their story or things that God is showing them. And so I I love that like we were able to talk about things that maybe isn't as easy to talk about when you're just sitting with a cup of coffee. You know what I mean? Like we don't really go there very quickly. And so that's what I thought was like, I didn't, I don't think I thought of that perspective of it before we decided to have more interviews, but I really loved it. Like I learned so much from listening to these three women that, that I know, like maybe not some of them, not as well as others, but still Mm -hmm. like it was just, I thought it was really good. I think that it was fun that one of the questions or one of the things that we wanted to talk to our guests about is like how to be intentional and how to do things with purpose or whatever. And so it's kind of funny that this, that interviewing them was helping us to talk intentionally with them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I... There was a lot of things that I appreciated. I really appreciated just Charlotte's interview and her talking about loss that she has been through on a few few different areas, but specifically um, the miscarriage that she had. And I just really appreciated her her vulnerability and just being willing to kind of share the raw feelings of what that felt like and how God how God met her in that. It was interesting to me how she was talking about um, that she had been looking into Abraham. I can't quite remember. Do either of you remember if it was, was it when that happened or before that happened? I think it was before. Mm-hmm. Before mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and then it just really stuck out to me the fact that, like, the baby that they lost was, it was kind of an an act of obedience, like that God was like asking them to have another child, but then the fact that it got taken away, and it just reminded me of Abraham and some of the things in his life, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think I just love the fact, obviously I don't love that that happened for them, and I don't love (laughs) the Mm -hmm. hard things, it's not fun, but the fact of just how she can, just how she's able to still rejoice in, like, in the healing of that, and obviously it wasn't 
it wasn't easy. It was very difficult. But the fact that, I don't know, I could just see in her life where it was bringing, bringing growth and God meeting her. And yeah, I really appreciated that. Yeah. And earlier we were listening, what we were listening to reminded me about what she was saying about grief and like having other people, the, the advice that her friend or whatever, or her pastor had given to her about other people and how other people deal with grief and how it might not look the same as you, but to just embrace it as those people are trying to love me. And even if it's not helpful to me, like it was very, I think we might've even said that that day when we were interviewing her, but it was very like mature, a yeah. very mature way to look at it. Where felt like a very mature perspective yeah. to be able to think of it that way. When you're like in grief, you feel like you want to be selfish. I, I mean, I feel like you should be allowed to be selfish when you're in grief. Like, I don't know. I don't actually know, but it feels like that's the one time where it's okay to just like do what you need to do and don't worry about other people. But like, I think it's cool that somebody told her that maybe you shouldn't do that and maybe you should think about what other people yeah, right. I don't know. Well, I think, too, like, that can be hurtful when you are grieving and maybe people are not meeting your needs in a certain way that you, you know, that you feel like maybe the, the people closest to you should know how to meet your needs. So I think also that reminder right in the middle of that time where, where you're hurting so much, that reminder is so valuable because... Um, you can be, you can be hurt by that on top of grieving, but then to know like, okay, just a reminder, even if it was something that you know, but in your, if when you're in that time of really, you know, you're struggling and you're grieving, you may not, um, remember that, right. That, that fact, like people are not, not purposely not caring. It's just, everybody is different and they're they're not meeting your needs maybe right. in a way that just because they don't know they're different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody's different. Yeah. So yeah, that part for me was very like kind of eye opening and kind of just like, wow, that's intense. Like that's, yeah, that's not easy, but like really cool. Do you guys have any thoughts on the flip side of that, of like, I think that it can be easy to be the person, like not being the person in grief, but the one wanting to be a blessing to the person that's going through a hard time. We talked about this a little bit on our, when we talked about our difficult seasons, that episode. Mm -hmm. But how do we still do that? Like be a blessing or be, reach out to that person that we know might be hurting without being afraid that we're, that we're going to do it wrong. Right. I don't know. Like, I think that that can be a, I think that that can hold some people back. I think that that can be a, something that, something that stops yeah, us. for sure. Being afraid that we're going to go about it the wrong way because maybe we don't know what that person needs. Or, right. I think that even alone can be humbling when you realize that you don't know. Like I know when I had a couple of friends going through really hard seasons, not knowing, I remember at the time I was like, I wish that I could just go back and just say, okay, when you're in this, 
in your, when you're in this circumstance, like, what will you need from me? Will you need me there every day? Like, cause you don't want to ask, but right. then at the same time, like nobody knows what they'll need yeah. until they go through it. So, but still it was like, even that alone as a friend to, to feel like you don't know what they need, that can be humbling and kind of like, I don't know. And I think too, um, with my personality too, it makes it harder because I don't want to be, I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want to be in anyone's way. Mm -hmm. So, but at the same time, I want to be there. So, right. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. I definitely think it's held me back sometimes because I'm just like, I'd like to do something for this person, but like, is that actually going to be what they need? And like you, even if it's someone, you know, super well, like you might have an idea, but like this circumstance maybe has never happened to them. And so maybe you don't know what they're going to be like with this, where like you kind of know what it was like with this, but it might not be the same. It might be different. Right. I think for me too, um, I have learned to just like with hurting friends or family, like just to be there, like we have to just be there and maybe, um, mirror how they're doing a little bit. You know, like if they're wanting to talk about it, then even for me to get over that, like, cause that can be hard even to talk with a friend, like you don't want to say the wrong thing or, you know, and so, but still just, they want to talk about it, then listen and encourage. If something comes up that you feel like you should say, then just say it. But also just to be able to be there and not talk about whatever they're going through and just, just have fun and do do whatever they want to do. Yeah. I think still being there is important. <clears throat> we can kind of back off because it's uncomfortable, but I yeah. can't imagine like how that would feel going through something hard and then everybody kind of steps back. Right. right. I think so. that a good reminder, just thinking about all of this, it always comes back to like, you have to listen to what the Holy Spirit is leading you to do because if you are, then the Holy Spirit knows what that person needs. But yeah, I feel like I don't always, I'm not always in tune with that. And so it's just kind of a little, I'm, I just had a little light bulb moment of like, oh yeah, that's, that's the the key is like listening to the Holy Spirit to tell you what that person actually needs too. Yeah. I think that sometimes there can also be an element and maybe this depends on personality somewhat, but I can be prideful my own self wanting to um, wanting to kind of get the recognition for doing something for someone and I have I haven't arrived in humility in this but I have learned to be more just like thankful that the need got met like Mm -hmm. I could in past times I could feel sort of like well they knew what that person needed like I might hear that another like maybe a mutual friend was a blessing to a friend and in past times I could feel sort of like well I would have been willing to be there or I would have done it if I knew or you know or this or that but I feel like I'm learning instead to just say wow thank you lord like thank you that that need got met like Mm -hmm. it didn't have to be it's not about me right even though i think it is sometimes (laughs) it's not you know and just to thank the lord that 
he used someone to meet that need because that's what's most important. Not that I feel like I knew, like it's a pride thing for me, I think, like feeling like, oh, I know just what that person needs. Because I don't always know, and I might not even know sometimes even what I think I know. You know, I might find out later that actually that was a little much or, you know, or that kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's really good. Uh, how about the other episodes? Anything stick out to you guys from those? I liked in Hannah's episode how she was talking about... Um, she talked a little bit about salvation versus discipleship. And in her life how you know she found salvation, but then there was a point where it changed and she felt like she was now a disciple and I thought that that just that story of that and the dif- differentiating between those two was was good like we all I think have a choice to further our relationship like we don't we don't have to stay at that starting point where like knowing being a believer knowing that God saved us that's good and we can go on like that but just that he has so much more for us at the point where we decide to actually follow him and walk with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she shared about when her um, husband was traveling and working. When he was, he away. was away. Yeah. He yeah. was away a lot. And how God used that time to um, draw her closer to him and realize that like maybe she was looking to her husband to fill that need and I I love that because it seemed like with with all of our guests, it's like God uses those hard things in a way that is particular to, to what we need mm-hmm. or to what we need to learn. Yes. You know, so something that can be just such a hard situation to be in, if we can have that perspective, like, okay, Lord, you know that there's something in this that I need to... Yeah. grow from mm-hmm. and learn from. Yeah. I think that was good. I agree. That was really good. I really, I don't know, she just inspires me in general. Like she's just a very wonderful woman of God and wife and mother. And I appreciate having having her in my life and just hearing all of the wisdom that the Lord has placed in her at even such a young age. I just, yeah, it's just Mm -hmm. cool. And then grandma, grandma's episode, she brought us frappes. That was really cute. (laughs) She's awesome. She's just the best. I don't know. I I really was inspired by how she journals Mm -hmm. and how she just spends that time with God where she just writes out her needs or her questions or whatever and then she just waits to hear from God like that I think that's something actually that I've been learning too is to be expectant Mm -hmm. like expecting the Lord to move in ways that maybe we don't if we aren't expectant then we won't we won't notice those ways that God is Mm -hmm. moving in our lives every single day yeah but just enough even just that she writes down like she write, I don't remember what it was, like a J or an L or a G, whatever. 
And she just waits for him to... Right. A J for Jesus and a... A J, okay. And then an N for her. Yeah. But, like, that, that is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. Like, I need to be more expectant. Like, I need to... I need to move in the direction that God is guiding me in and then, like, anxiously be waiting for, like, him to do the next thing or do the... Yeah. Like, to move in that way. Like, I don't know. That's actually... Um, yeah, I, can, I guess I'll just talk about it because I was going to say something else that I learned that I have been learning. Um, affirmations. Do you guys, like, do you, what would you think that I'm talking about when I say affirmations? Hmm. I don't know. Um, would it be different than declarations? I don't know. Like when I think of affirmations, I think of like sort of like good things that I say to myself, sort of. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because I, so I have been like maybe the last few months, I've been hearing a lot of stories of how like these people just will, yeah, I guess like declarations too, but they'll like declare these things over their lives that circumstances are not lining up to what they're saying. Mm But then, but then eventually, like, it does happen. Like, what they're speaking over their lives, like, that comes to life. Like, that is their circumstance. And so I was, I never fully understood it. I understand that there's, like, a, there's power in our words. And we can speak life into others and into our life mm-hmm. even. But, like, I didn't understand really, like, I still... I don't know. I guess I was just kind of sitting on it for a while. But I feel like when we speak affirmations like over our lives, so I have, I wrote out, um, I think, well, anyways, I think that there's something to having that kind of faith. I think it is faith when we can like, when we can say something over someone or over ourselves where our circumstances are not lining up, Mm -hmm. but what we're saying does go along with the truth of God and what he, what he says about us, Yes. then there's, there's like power in that. But I think it changes from the inside of us. Like as we speak those things, we feel those things. Like just like as we speak, what we speak over our children, like they feel that like negativity or positivity. Right. So, um, yeah, so I've had been thinking about that a lot. And so that's kind of my thing lately is like, the next right thing, which I shared, is kind of like our family theme. But it's those like quick little things. I'm now looking at those like ideas as the Holy Spirit speaking to me. Like, so I need to act on it rather than just be like, oh yeah, that would be good. That would be like a good part of my morning routine is speak affirmations and then I kind of don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So that's, I'm really trying to be intentional in that, like actually acting on those little, yeah. those little things. And so I wrote out affirmations for my husband so it's literally just things that I some that I see in him that he really is doing and then others just that I know is in him but like he may not be acting on it you know what I mean and so Mm -hmm. there's and so I wrote it out for my husband for me and for my children and every morning like I just have it in my journal and I just open it up and read it 
And I've been trying to read it out loud. At first, I just read it kind of in my head. Yeah. But then I think there's something to, like, saying it out loud. Yeah. And even to my kids, like, if they're up, I'll have them come over and just speak those things. And same with my my kids, too. It's like they are bold enough to speak truth into kids' lives, like, in school, even. So, like, things that I know that they can be, but maybe they are feeling a little bit timid. You know what I mean? But it, yeah. just calling those things out of them. Yeah. Yeah. And then it will, like, eventually get into them, and then they'll be right. like, and oh, I yeah, I'm bold. Now. Like, I can... Right, because there is something to it. I think why I had to think on it for so long. I felt like it was, like, saying them and then God doing it. Where I don't think affirmations, I think it's more like we're calling something out of us, and it's causing us to act that way Mm -hmm. you know like if because one story was she would go out to her driveway and she's like they were so poor like so so poor that she would go out to her driveway and she would she would yell out like thank you god like for the um money is just flowing into a bank account thank you god that we can just give generously and not even think about it thank you god for a full (laughs) pantry like and then she would load up her kids and go to the um, food pantry. Like, they were so poor. And now she, like, she has a lot. Like, she started a business, and now she's, like, millions. She makes millions. And so there was something to that that's like, okay, I don't get it, though. Like, that's you amazing. just say, say what you desire, and God, like, I didn't understand it. But now I'm realizing, like, God had put that in her. Like, God's plan for her probably was, to make a lot of money and be used in that way. Mm-hmm. And so that was in her. And so by her calling it out, like that was um, like that was motivation for her to do something about it, like yeah. start a business where she could wallow in that fact that she didn't make very much money and she would get nowhere. So it's right. like, it's not that like calling it out makes God decide like, ooh, okay. I'm going to give her money. It's like call something out that's already within you and then yes. you act on that and it cha- it like circumstances change because of what we do like with the Holy Spirit living in us, but it right. like it like kind of builds us up. And so like I don't know, I, it's like a whole like new thing for me that I'm learning. And so just saying that over my husband though, like I feel so thankful and like Every time after I say it, there's something in me that's like, I love my husband. Like, he's so great. You know what I mean? Because I'm just speaking those things. I love like, it. And I love my husband anyways, even before. <laughs> but there's just something, like, by speaking those things over him, I'm like, he is so great. He is awesome. I love him. You know what I mean? That's amazing. And so, like, how it can change us. Like, what if I thought of that, like, the things that I'm speaking over myself? Like, what if I could feel that way about myself, you know? I am so, so. great. I am so awesome. I love myself. But that it, it, is, no, there's something yes. to, like, being content with who we are, with our weaknesses. And we could either, like, be down on ourselves. Like, I'm so horrible at all of these things. There's obviously things that we can work on. But I also think that there's so much value in, like, accepting ourselves and... And just loving ourselves, even with weaknesses. And God, I mean, it says even, I think even in Ephesians, how God uses those weaknesses. Like, that is that is who we are. It's not that we need to work on those things. Like, those weaknesses, then we're able to show the strength of God mm-hmm. in those areas. And yes. so, 
but speaking life over ourselves, then it's like, then we're okay and we know that we can be used even in those right. times. I love all the things you're saying. And I feel like as you're talking, all the things you're saying, I'm like thinking of the scripture that like backs that up. Like how mm-hmm. you're saying, I want to do it out loud. Well, that the Bible talks about faith coming by hearing. So that's not just thinking. That's like, I think it's important. And just the importance of our words and our thoughts you know, like, just that death and life is there in the power of the tongue. And the Bible talks a lot about even our thoughts. And it's like, if we change our thoughts, we can change our life. And, like, we, I don't think we give that the gravity that it deserves so often. It's so easy to just go on with life and not realize, actually, this is, like, set up for us to win. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, right. for our good, that God made it made a system and we can tap into that but I love when you're talking about affirmations made me think about in Romans and I think it's talking about Abraham actually which was we were talking about that was Charlotte's episode um Romans 4 16 that says that is why it depends on faith in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his offspring not only to the adherent inherent of the law but also to the one who shares the faith of Abraham who is the father of us all as it is written I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of God whom he believed who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist in hope he believed against hope that he should become the father of many nations and anyway it goes on but I think that like we, it's okay to do that. It's okay to call those things out. It's, I think that it can, it's one of those things that I feel like there are things in the world that's kind of like a copycat of what God did. And so I think it's easy sometimes to like shy away from like, oh, should we be doing that or whatever. And I think actually most of those things that we see in the world, like a, like mind readers or palm readers, all that kind of stuff, like which isn't exactly what we're talking about, but I think that (laughs) people can get into kind of like a new age sort of thing of, oh, just speak to the furniture and it will, you know, whatever. But I think that... Speak to the floors. They will clean themselves. That is actually the counterfeit. And God tells us to, like, that that's faith, is to call things that are not as though they are. And I think it's so good. Yeah. Woo! Bridget. I know. I was like, we need to have Wendy on the podcast. Oh, wait. She's part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love that, too. I loved also that Norma was talking about Philippians 4, 8, and just the simplicity of when she was having anxiety. And she said, like, just started thinking about good, lovely, perfect, all those things. Yes. Like how she said, she'd just think about good things. She'd think about weddings, think about babies, yeah. think about like, it wasn't like, think about how God is mm-hmm. da, 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 da. Like, I just think that God is so much more like present, even in our everyday things than we give him credit for. And yep. so that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I've actually thought of that like a few times. Awesome. I don't, I don't really have, yeah, it's not like I struggle with anxiety or anything like that but I just have a few times been thinking about that and just how awesome it is 
that the Lord just gave her that so quickly and it's so simple. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, what's good about today? <laughs> I didn't think about that. I was trying to think about it, and I was going to say a few different things, and then okay. I don't know. I have been loving the colors. That's like, I love fall. Sometimes I can get, like, fall then reminds me, like, oh, winter is coming. And I have a hard time with winter, just being inside so much. But it is so beautiful. Fall is really, like it really could probably be my favorite season. Mm -hmm. if, I, if I knew that it wasn't winter coming. <laughs> if I didn't think of that part of fall. <laughs> but I really love all of the colors. And it makes me thankful, again, for where I live. Because I have, like I see all of the colors all out my front door and mm -hmm. I love it all. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, I've been enjoying cooking. Like I've just made a couple different things lately that have been really yummy and especially calzones. I've been, I've been getting really good at making calzones and so I'm just excited and one of these days I'm going to be going over to Delights and uh, making calzones. Awesome. <laughs> that was my no, I told Delight months ago that I was going to come over and make calzones for them. <laughs> well, you can come to my house anytime you want. Okay, sounds good. Make calzones. Sounds good. Too. Anyway, it's just fun. Like I like, <laughs> I like when people shine lights into my eyes. No, Delight was just shining a light into my eyes, and it was not funny because it hurt. <laughs> anyway, I like when I finally am getting good at at things or like finding finding what makes it work or mm -hmm. that kind of thing and so yeah and my husband really really likes them and so like when they come out of the oven and they're sitting there on the plate and it looks really pretty it just like blesses me because he's like oh that looks really good we're like oh, nice. he, right it's yeah. not like every dish is like oh we're like last night I made something super delicious I thought was super good and he didn't it's not that he didn't like it but I was like and it's homemade like everything was homemade I didn't use a can or you know and it's he didn't he wasn't like ooh about that but but he liked it anyway mm -hmm. but yeah I've been enjoying cooking and I'm making cheeseburger soup tonight so I'm just really looking forward to making that because it's my favorite to make it's fun uh what's good about today for me is I have been, well, yesterday I was home all day. I feel like that's like every other time my <laughs> good about today because I just love when I have a day at home. But I was able to get a, a lot of things done that I've just been needing to do. And I feel like I've, I don't know, it just makes me so happy when I have things done. <laughs> like, yeah. it just does. And I feel like I'm always, it's so simple, but I'm always going back to that. Like this weekend, I cleaned out my fridge and then I got groceries and I've just, my resolution for this year was to make more food for my husband and I have, but I feel like this summer, literally it's been like, go ahead and grab McDonald's, like, and I just don't want to do that. So this week I have a particularly busy week and so I decided at the beginning of the week, you know what, instead of being like, it's a busy week, I'm just going to 
fly through it, I'm like, nope. Instead, I'm just going to think of it as like I'm a working person, which means I need to be prepared and know what I'm be gonna, intentional. Know what I'm gonna yeah. Know what I'm gonna make the next day for food and get up early and things like that. So yeah, I'm just glad that is what is good for me. Awesome. Woo. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. We hope that you guys enjoyed this month with our guests. We really had fun having them. And if you guys have any ideas, like if you have any people that you know that you're like, oh, I want, I want to hear them on the podcast, send us, send us those ideas. Um, you can also rate and review us on iTunes. We would really appreciate that. It would maybe help other people to get to know about this podcast and also be encouraged, hopefully. And also we have an Instagram. It's it's at it's a good day underscore pod, right? Something like that. I can't even think right this second. Isn't that funny? Anyway. <laughs> at it's it's a good day underscore pod. That's what it is. Okay. Anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed. Have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll see you next time. We'll talk to you next time. Have a good day. Have a good day.